All right, guys, we got the Brain Trust here. This is a special bonus episode. We are doing, once again, the annual, our movie bracket. We've called this one Sci-Fi Sweet 16. So what I did here, guys, is I took the top 20 movies based on essentially a, a compilation and amalgamation of the top lists of the best sci-fi movies, took the top 20, broke it down to the top 16, which I'm calling our Sci-Fi Sweet 16, and I created a bracket. We got four divisions. We've got space. We've got dystopian future, we've got technology, classics, and remakes. And so what we're going to do is we're going to fill out a bracket. Everyone listening, you can fill out one as well. You can find the brackets on our Twitter feed, at FGGGBTPod. You can download a full color one if you want to do something in Photoshop, or you can download a black and white one, print it out, run it off on your on your computer, upload it to your to your feed, and tag us in it, and we'll be happy to retweet, have a discussion, give us a conversation, let us know what you're thinking for all of these. Guys, I'm very excited about this. I've put together my top picks. Ben, I'm sure you've done as well, and yeah. Denon, you remain uncommitted. Yes, I, I, I think there's some very obvious ones here. Sure. Uh, Dan. Okay. But there are some I you know, I need to reflect fully until, you know, the time allotted. <laughs> right. And I and I want right. to give you that opportunity. I think you've you've earned it. But, but there are some very clear picks and I will I will make it clear which are the obvious winners. Okay. Now I, I what's what's interesting about this bracket, I feel like we are all going to have very different opinions, but I will say just for the record that I did win this last year, so I reserve the right to go last as champions always do. Uh, so I let's start with the space division here. Now this one, I feel like this one can be a little tricky, but I, I've i had a very clear path to victory. Ben, I'm going to go with you because I know you've picked here. What, what, what do you got going on in your in your in this division? Sure. So, f- well, for me, you know, the, the Star Wars is, uh, the Star Wars calls to me. Mm-hmm. So the Empire choice there is a, is a tough... <laughs> Tough to ignore. As does the dark sure. side. It calls to you as well, from yeah. what I understand. Yes, yes. Um, and giant space worms hiding in an asteroid. Right, so of you. course. <laughs> so, yeah. So, when you have to choose between space worms in, in weird, um, on weird planetoids, I feel like Empire is a better choice than Alien. Well, they have weird space worms, except they reside in your gut until, until gestation has completed. Well, sure. But they found the eggs on some weird... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Right. I guess those weren't space worms. Those were face huggers that then... Worm-like. Yeah. Worm-esque. Yeah, worm-like. That's more the crab. So I went with Empire there just because, again, Star Wars. On the other side, you, know, you have 2001 versus The Martian. As as boring and somewhat sometimes difficult to watch as 2001 is, I still feel it's a better... It's a, it's a more important film than The Martian. 2001 is Space Odyssey. So I just watched that last night. This thing is fresh on my brain. I'm a big Stanley Kubrick fan. We've got religion in here. We've got space travel. We've got AI. It seems to have everything. As you mentioned, it's a quintessential milestone in sci-fi. Denon, you've mentioned this as well, how important it is. It must be included. Despite all of that, despite my love for Stanley Kubrick, this was 20 minutes of movie stretched out to 2 hours and 45 minutes <laughs> There is the sure trippiest 45-minute, like, LSD trip at the end of the movie. I don't even understand the last 10 minutes. I wanted to like it. The Martian is so practical. I just, I, I like The Martian a lot. And I, in a surprise move, chose The Martian over 2001. Yeah. So... In a surprise move, Dan, I'm going to agree with you. Really? I <laughs> yeah. thought I was going to be out of this. Okay. No, so, right. look, look, if, if this was sci-fi Sweet 16 books... 
yeah. 2001 A Space Odyssey would almost likely be in the finals or very close. Right. Okay. Right. Fair it's enough. a no-brainer. Yeah. It is one of the very, very few movies. And you know this about me, Dan. I have no standards when it comes to movies. I'll mm-hmm. watch anything right. and I'll enjoy it. It was one of the very few movies. In fact, one of only two movies I've never finished. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I am serious. I just could not get through it. Part of it was I had read the book and the book was so awesome. Wow. That um, actually shocks me. You you did not get yeah, through the, the movie? No, I, I could not. Now... If if I really thought it had a chance of winning, I might have gone back and watched it again like you did. But right. I did not. <laughs> I'm staying committed to my first viewing. Um, wow. And, and I like The Martian's practicality. Look, I'm working backwards from here. Empire Strikes Back is so, for me, you know, just the age I was when it came out, mm-hmm. plus the fact that it is by far... I think it is by far the best of all the Star Wars movies, or certainly up there very close. You know, it, it's got so much going for it. Uh, you know, it, it wins that bracket for me. That's easy. I do think The Martian takes out Space Odyssey. I like your comment of it being practical. You know me. I like things that are accurate. It's probably one of the most accurate scientifically. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I just could not bring it to beat Empire. Um, so th- this yeah. was the easy bracket for me. Hmm. Okay. And I will stay committed to this bracket. I mean, nothing, nothing going forward will change my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, one, one thing I enjoy, though, about The Martian is I... Uh, I talked to Andy Ware once, the author, and he, he had a fun anecdote about how he made this big deal about how hard it was to get water mm-hmm. for for the Martian. Right. And then it turns out there's water goddamn everywhere on, <laughs> on Mars. Right. Well, you know. Okay. Accurate is a relative yeah. term, Ben, compared to every yeah. other movie in these brackets. Let's be clear. Fair enough. I, well, I do like how 2001 has like the artificial gravity yes. spinning ring thing. I, yeah, I really like that. that. I like I don't know I if like, I made it to that part, though. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I really like the, the, in 2001, the, I love the AI stuff. I love the idea of a AI gone rogue. <laughs> oh, definitely. But, but only, yeah. but not against its programming, just against, you know, they forgot to put the, you know, the three laws in there. So it, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it I, did what I, it had to do. Say, it clearly didn't make our list um, for very good reasons. I yeah. do think 2001 and Space Odyssey would beat Star Trek 1. Yeah. Well, which was also to describe it as Dan did, Star Trek 1 being a roughly 20 hour 20 minute, you know, TV episode that was turned into a 2 hour movie under yeah. similar circumstances. 20 minutes of story stretched out to 2 hours and 45 minutes. So, well, what's here's I'm just going to before well, we're picking on 2001 and then we want to move on, but but uh, here are the things that I really liked. They had grip shoes, they had picture phones, they had liquid food, a zero-G toilet, and they had the future of companies. I don't know if you guys remember this, but they had Whirlpool, IBM, Pan Am, which was still around when the movie was made. <laughs> Just, it was, I <laughs> love the way that they thought, you know, they thought to themselves, what is the future? What are these companies going to be yeah. doing in the future? And I yeah. really like the evolution that they, that they imagined. Uh, just all those companies are either on the brink of bankruptcy, gone, or completely different. So it's, yeah. it's kind of funny no, how that worked ve- out. Very good. Now, I will say that I already know going into this, I may not win this bracket, okay? I want to say that I, I'm, I've, I've accepted that as when the polls come out, people vote, I'm probably going to be on the losing end. But one thing I want to transfer to everyone is an appreciation of classic cinema, which we're about to get to. Right. But I, I strangely chose Alien over The Empire Strikes Back, and I think this is important oh. because I think Alien is a much better movie. It's more solid. It's It's concise. It's terrifying. It's the first real horror, space horror movie. Uh, I, I, I really like the mythology of it, and I just thought it was super clean. Empire Strikes Back, I think, is going to be a fan favorite, and I get it. 
I don't think it's the best of the Star Wars movies, and I know people love the franchise. I just think Alien is such a tight, great movie. From a cinematic standpoint, I loved it. That actually wins this bracket for me. You know, you know, Dan, I, I respect that. Thank you. I, I, I really do. I, I, want, I want your respect. <laughs> I will say, of, if I look on this mm-hmm. and I look at our brackets, the hardest choice for me was the fact that Alien ended up playing against Empire. I know, I know. And, yeah. And the way uh, I view this, you know, there's always at least one time in any, you know, uh, you know, March Madness where the number one seed gets upset. Right. And and I see I view Alien as the number one seed that's getting upset. Okay. <laughs> ah, and you know, ah. you always you always got to pick one of those upsets. So that's why I went with Empire. I mean, there's an emotional Empire for me is my one emotional pick of all mm. the brackets. Sure. Even though I will I will acknowledge and I agree with you as a movie and I think Alien is is better for so many other reasons as a movie and it also set so many precedences going forward. It, it was it was very groundbreaking, and the groundbreaking version of Star Wars was actually Star Wars, not Empire. So right, yeah, no, Empire I agree. does not carry that element. Yeah, and when we put a poll up, so we I, I wasn't sure which one to put in the in the in the in the bracket here, but the the audience said Empire. A lot of people love Empire. You know, the, all yep. three were in the top twenty. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of groundbreaking, let's move on to the classics and remakes because for me this was the hardest one. Oh, and I, I agree with you. Yeah. And I very and I don't know how many people took the time to watch Metropolis. It is a two and a half hour silent film. I watched I it did. today. <laughs> I watched it this morning as well. <laughs> we probably we should have like live tweeted it. We probably watched it at the same time. Oh man. So I have to say from a ground this was made in nineteen twenty seven. I think that as far as groundbreaking precedent setting movies goes, this one is by far Far the most underrated by people of this generation and probably the previous generation. I think only true cinephiles have watched it, but this wins. This wins the division for me. Metropolis is so groundbreaking and so important. I loved it all the way. Uh, so then, yeah. these were hard choices for me because I love the fly and the thing. Both of them got knocked out. Invasion of the Body Snatchers also to me an incredibly uh, important film from the plant standpoint. But that that's how this bracket went for me. I don't know about you so, guys. Yeah. This is the one of the ones that's still up for me. I, I I'm I'm having to think about Metropolis and the fly. The one that's easy for me, as much as you know, I I, I kind of like the thing. It's good. I truly remember Invasion of the Body Snatchers being the first movie that I really felt scared in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. giving it. I, I know again, not necessarily a rational reason for moving it forward. Fear is not rational. Invasion of the Body then. Snatchers, I have to pick over the thing just because of its impact on me. I was creeped out. Like that was. Yeah, yeah, and like the ending. No, I'm just yeah. I, I get shivers just thinking about it now. <laughs> it's I'm. I have to pick it and move on. <laughs> right. No, that and this is funny because this yeah. is three horror movies and and one non horror movie and one dystopia really in the right. classic section, yeah. uh, which is kind of interesting. We may have a horror bracket next time. But I'm curious, Ben, what do you have for this division? Yeah. So uh, I, I it was very interesting watching Metropolis uh, this morning. I really wish we had the original cut or. You know what? What was presented back in the 1927? Because at least the version I I got of it, you know, they had you know all these interstitials saying describing action that, that the footage is gone. Oh, you didn't. Oh, so in 2008 they ha- I have the restored version. So they they have one. It has everything. It has everything. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and and okay. it, 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 they found one in Buenos Aires of all places, and they they, uh-huh. they pieced it together. Uh, it's yeah, so they do have they hmm. do have a version of it. Well, so Metropolis I thought was fascinating. Just seeing the, just well, one it's the first time I've watched a silent movie in a long time. It was really interesting to see 
just the overacting oh, when yeah, yeah. when you can't when you don't have a uh, dialogue just to see you know clutch the heart clutching to show feelings and it was really cool to see all that mm-hmm. um but i also watched body snatchers this morning and i, you gotta and I had say, the I same enjoy- morning ben <laughs> yeah i gotta say i I, wa- I enjoyed body snatchers a lot more huh the, the okay just the the weirdness of it the this fighting against you know something you can't know and having the mystery unfolding around you it was just really cool and i i really liked it and and that ending of like what's really going to happen mm-hmm. was really mm-hmm. i liked it and it was also cool cuz it takes you know you can see parts of la that i know recognize. i know right yeah yeah it's like that was i've driven cool. over that bridge i know where that is yeah that was really cool to see too yeah. i've gone on hikes around those yeah yeah really cool. Okay, that was so, I, it's so funny you and I had the same morning. I think that's really <laughs> I watched both of those today. I really wanted to get it uh, get it down. So yeah, this was a, this was this was personally my favorite. I loved revisiting these. I love the fly. Cronenberg does a great job with the fly and the thing. John Carpenter with the thing. Um, classic movies, but I just I uh, this was this was this really appealed to the cinephile in me to be honest. And, and you know what? I think this is a great bracket for for stretching our audience, Dan. People are gonna have to. Yeah. People are gonna have to work for this one. Yeah, I think so. Or, or they're just gonna pick ones they've already seen and not worry about watching them. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you know, I think this little clip here will inspire them. Right. Yeah. Everyone's got a lot of time now. Go back, watch Metropolis. Yeah. It's two and yeah. a half hours, uh, and there's hardly any. There's hardly any. Um, what do you call them? The little, the little title cards in there. There's actually very few for so, such a long movie. But yeah. such a, a really cool way to think of the world. Uh, all right. Speaking of thinking of the world, let's move over to the dystopian future section here. Now, this one was kind of a no-brainer for me because um, uh, Mad Max and Blade Runner I actually don't like those movies at all oh. I just really I really didn't like Blade Runner Mad Max Fury, Ro- Fury Road is on everyone's top 15 list of best sci-fi movies I thought this was arguably one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time very little story production design's cool there's so much ridiculous stuff so I actually have Terminator winning this whole thing I love mm-hmm. The Matrix it's groundbreaking but from a sci-fi standpoint Terminator gets it for me it's also a horror movie I think you guys can see where I'm going with this so this was also a pretty easy no-brainer for me. Uh, then I know you're not committal. I'm going to go to you last on this. Ben, what do you got for these? So for me, Blade Runner is, I don't know why, but it, it, it really speaks to me more than the other ones in, in this hmm. uh, bracket. I, I'd like, maybe I just like, maybe I just like street food. I like, <laughs> I like Harrison Ford sitting down and having some uh, noodles on the street. Sure, <laughs> yeah, cool who does sci-fi world. Yeah. I've also been to the building where they uh, shoot that final, where they shot the final scene. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, that's very cool. cool. It's it's very weird to see it nice and clean instead of the drippy right. disgustingness that right. the movie has. But the Terminator and the Matrix are, they're all pretty close. I feel like all three of those are just so, so were so groundbreaking and so momentous in, in moving sci-fi forward. It's really hard to pick between the three of them. I, I've, I'm kind of with you. Like Fury Road was, I feel I really enjoyed it, but I don't feel like it was. I don't feel like it moved the art form forward as much as it mm-hmm. was just a good example of it mm-hmm. visually. Yeah, yeah. F- F- Fury Road was just fun. It was, it was um, very fun. Yeah, I this one. So there's two of the brackets that are easy for me, and this is one of the two. Okay. So it's ironic that the two on the top were the ones I had no trouble with. It's the two in the bottom mm-hmm. that I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. So. Blade Runner, I, I I just really like for some reason. So I, it was an easy pick over Fury Road. I find Blade Runner 
um, the, the ideas it brings up. And again, maybe it's the, the classic science fiction person in me. And it was the first movie I remember seeing where really this question of when does someone become conscious and a real person came up. What's really happening at the end? It was kind of cool to think about. So easy pick over Fury Road. But I am, I, you know, I don't know if this has come out in our show or not. This is a moment of revelation. I am one of the world's biggest Arnold Schwarzenegger fans. I think he's one of the most <laughs> underrated actors ever in the history of cinema. Um, and and his performance in The Terminator is just amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and just... In, if they hadn't made any more movies, I could have been very, very happy because then the time travel goes crazy. Mm. I felt, yeah, you know, I kind of felt like it handled time. If you just look at the first movie, it's an interesting, satisfying twist on time travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And time travel is really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like they, they went overboard later in the series, but I'm not going to hold the Terminator responsible for that. So as much as I love The Matrix, it was an easy pick over The Matrix for me. There's very interesting things in The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Great movie, but Terminator wins. And then Arnold takes it and takes it down at oh. least uh, against whoever comes forward with the technology. And I keep the Terminator going forward. Wow. Um, okay. But I am very biased. I, I, I don't know why. I just love Arnold Schwarzenegger's career what he did with himself, you know, how he made it, how he kept rebranding himself in movies from someone who like never ever talked to actually doing comedies with Danny DeVito. Yeah. I mean that that to me is an accomplishment that few people could make. Well, I would I would say to call him an underrated actor, I don't know that that's case, the true, but <laughs> as far as as far as being having an underrated career and yeah. having the ambition and yes. drive for some I mean, he is about, a role model in that respect. an underrated business person. Yeah. Maybe, (laughs) or an underrated, yeah, an underrated career management style. Yeah, that would I'd give you that. Yeah, he's he's yeah. I gotta say, I really enjoyed the newest Terminator that he was in as well. I think he that was really fun to see him again in that movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I gotta check that one out. Here's what's funny for me. So we go from the dystopian future. Now we hit technology. And this one, this one, these are heartbreakers for me. Every one of these choices was like a heartbreaker. I'm going to save that till the end. Let's go to you, Ben. What do you have in technology here? Yeah, so I actually, these weren't too tough for me. Hmm. Uh, Inception, it's it's fine. You know, it brought out some great ideas, but it's just, I don't know. I feel like it's too, it's too full of itself. So I, I give Back to the Future the nod on that one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I really just, Back to the Future is just fun. Like yeah. if I'm going to pick a movie to watch, I'm going to pick Back to the Future over Inception every time. Ghostbusters and Jurassic Park was a little tougher, but not really. Um, Ghostbusters again is fun, but I just love dinosaurs and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jurassic mm-hmm. Park was, is both great because it's got dinosaurs, but also great because of what it did for um, just moving the art forward. Like, mm-hmm. computer graphics were... Like, Jurassic Park proved that computer graphics can be a thing. Like, it was so groundbreaking. And even today, it still looks good because they were so smart about how they deployed their technology. And they used models when they could. Like, that raptor scene in the kitchen is so powerful even today Mm -hmm. of just Mm -hmm. the kids running around and the little you know raptors tapping their toes on the the Mm -hmm. countertops like oh just it's 
Magnificent. I, and I agree with you. It all holds up in a way you could watch those movies today and it totally works. They look like real dinosaurs. And yeah. that's not true of movie, even movies that came out in the same period. That doesn't it's hold it's yeah. true of the later Jurassic Parks. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. the original Jurassic Park, I think, looks better than, like, the the two, Jurassic Park 2 and 3. Jurassic World, you know, by then they got it figured out. But yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because... Ben, you almost convinced me to change my mind, but not quite. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First of all, as much as I did enjoy Inception, and I, you know, I argued that it deserved to be in this top sixteen. You, you did, yep. Back to the Future, when when they ended up against each other, was a no brainer. I mean, it, it's it's look from the prime time of my life of watching movies. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing movie. Michael J. Fox is probably my second favorite actor as we're going down the list here. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, just because of the time of what I was watching. Sure. And you know, and the and the the whole trilogy though they had issues with Back to the Future too. The whole trilogy came out good, I felt. Mm-hmm. And again, one of the better takes on time travel, which is an incredibly thing to execute, incredibly hard thing to execute in science fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and Back to the Future is one of the few when you put all three together, I felt pretty comfortable with it. So I I really really like that. It it and and I I have a you know. Dan, you have your soft spot for horror minus mm-hmm. comedy, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And, and you know, Back to the Future was funny. Jurassic Park and Ghostbusters, again, I, I it's it's the comedy. I, my heart goes out to comedy, and there's some just cool physics mumbo-jumbo in Ghostbusters <laughs> that I just love. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, come on. When you have a proton pack, right. how can the physicists not pick it? Right. Jurassic Park, I agree with everything Ben says. I think the reason I couldn't quite vote for it is the book was better. Uh, I know that's a cliche thing to say. Yeah, it is. Right? Like, it's just, you know, I, I hate I hate judging a movie based on the book. I think that's very unfair. It is, but yeah. you're going to do it anyway. I take it. But I'm going to do it anyway because right. I had to pick one. Right. Right? Like, yeah. I'm forced to pick. You are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I couldn't fly a go- find a flaw with Ghostbusters, and that was my flaw with Jurassic Park. Um, so, but then I get stuck. You know, I told you the bottom two brackets are my challenge. I don't know what I'm going to do um, if both of my – well, I mean, I have to fill out my whole bracket yeah. before I get to see the polls. But um, <laughs> Yeah, you do. That would be cheating otherwise. Right? <laughs> it would be cheating otherwise. Um, but, yeah, putting Ghostbusters against Back to the Future is going to – I may be flipping a coin. Wow. <laughs> Well, you know, it's it's funny because the Ghostbusters Jurassic Park one was the hardest for me. Ghostbusters and Back to the Future are movies from my childhood that have affected my personal life. That in a way, I, I would watch those movies over and over again. I love them. And in the the biggest heartbreaker of the bracket, I chose Jurassic Park over Ghostbusters for mm-hmm. almost all the reasons that Ben said. It is just. Is from a science and technology standpoint, it, it it is actually better, more solid. It holds up. It's such a great movie. But Back to the Future for me, I actually liked Inception. I didn't. I thought the people who talk about Inception are more full of themselves than Inception itself is. <laughs> I will give you <laughs> That's that. Certainly true. I will give you that. So that was really. I actually liked Inception. That was well executed. But Back to the Future to me is the perfect movie from any standpoint. I loved it. That wins my entire bracket. I got Back to the Future going all the way, baby, mm. all the way. Uh, so I got yeah. Alien versus that, that, Back to the Future. That could be a very the, smart choice. Uh, it, for me, it, it just went all the way, yeah. and I got Terminator versus Back to the Future. We're talking about soft spots here. Time travel always been one of my favorites. So we got two time travel yeah. things. So that's my bracket, Denon. You're still haven't committed to yours, Ben. I'm, well, I, I I have a feeling in the finals, it's gonna be Empire 
versus one of the comedies, Back to the yeah. Future and Ghostbusters. Okay. And I've I've got to that's that's the one I just got to figure out. Yeah, because whichever of those I pick will beat whatever I pick in the top, which will be Terminator. Right. Right. Yeah. And whatever I pick in classic remakes, Empire will beat. So you know, um, my my final two. Well, my fine. I don't. Yeah, I'm real close. Okay. Yeah. Well, when you get it, I'm gonna post mine. I'm gonna post mine today, Ben. Uh, you're you're gonna do the same, yep. Ben. And when you get it, just make sure it's I, up I, by I'll Thursday. I'll decide tonight. Okay. All right. Well, wait. When do we have till Thursday? Thursday. The first poll goes up Ooh. Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Shoot. Maybe Tuesday. Okay. You take your time. You yeah. get what you, you know. This there's a lot at stake yeah. here. The the brain there trust is. the brain trust championship is is no laughing matter. So uh, yeah. I'm hoping to repeat, uh, but who knows? So uh, anyway, everyone listening, t- take your opinion. We're going to put every poll up and obviously comment on it. You can talk to us about it. Denon has a lot of if you if you want to argue Denon's Denon's qualification on Arnold Schwarzenegger's career is he the most underrated actor? I may throw that poll up there as well and see what people think. Good, good one to throw. Up. Yeah, I think. I'd love to hear what people say on that. So, all right, I'm I'm looking forward to this, guys. So, good luck to all of you, and good luck to everyone listening.